Welcome to Satori by Samart. Today's story is a folktale from Japan called Odashi Motaro, and it teaches the importance of obedience over happiness. Long, long ago, in a small village near the sea, in the south of Japan, lived a young fisher named Odashi Motaro. Although he was a fine fisherman, he was mostly known for his kind heart. One day, as he returned home from work, he noticed a group of boisterous children. As he drew near, he saw that they were tormenting a small turtle. Orashimo Taro's heart went out to the turtle. Children, that is such a fine turtle. Why not help it back into the sea? The children only laughed and continued to poke at the poor turtle. If you give me the turtle, I will give you the money for my catch today, said Orashi Motaro. The children looked at the large catch of the fish and decided to send the turtle. The kind-hearted fisher spoke softly to the turtle. You, my friend, will live a long and full life in the beautiful sea. And then he set the turtle into the waves. Some days later, Orashi Motaro went as usual to the sea to fish. His line hung still in the water, and his mind followed the turtle deep in the sea. Orashimataro-san, Orashimataro-san. The strange voice drifted up through the water and disturbed his thoughts. When he turned his attention to the world around him, he saw a large and ancient turtle at his side. Orashimataro-san, I am the one you saved from the children, said the turtle. As repayment for your kindness, I'm here to take you into the presence of the king who lives beneath the sea. I will carry you on my back, and although you must travel far, we will soon complete our journey. Orashi Motaro left his fishing line behind to slide into the green sea. He straddled the turtle's jaw and grasped the front of the strong front flippers. No sooner was he settled, then he found himself gliding down, down, and endlessly down. As light from the sky dimmed and disappeared, a new light glimmered ahead. The turtle swam directly to the light. At last, they came to an opening in a wall of coral, guarded by a swordfish, who stood aside for the turtle. Once on the other end, the turtle said, You can walk here safely. The fisher dismounted, and to his amazement, he found that he could walk freely in this magical underwater world. The turtle guided him down the glittering avenues lined by waving sea grasses. Behind the grasses, curious buildings of pale yellow, pink, blue, green, and violet turned their faces to the passerby. Seahorses, dolphins, jellyfish, and crabs mingled in peace and harmony. All gave obeisance to Orashi Motaro. A vast square, wider than the whole fisher's village, led to a sweeping stairway that took the travelers to the door of the majestic palace. Servants stood aside and bowed low as the turtle led his guests into the throne room. The turtle and the fisher knelt and bowed before the richly robed king. Is this the fisher who saved you? asked the king. The turtle raised his head and replied, Yes, majesty. 
Come, Fisher, said the king. We have prepared a great entertainment for you. But Ashimodado raised his eyes. The king turned to his right and said, My daughter, a beautiful young princess, rose from the throne below and through the right of the king. Her many kimonos blended the colors of all the fish by the coral reefs. Her sleeves reached the tatami. Her long hair, like black silk, was crowned by a royal headdress. She bowed as she turned to Orashi Matado. He, in turn, felt his knees and pressed his forehead to the tatami. My daughter will be your guide, continued the king. The princess said, Fisher, helper of the wise turtle, follow me. Orashi Matado rose and followed the princess. Together they visited the sea creatures, both those the fisher knew from home and others much wonderful than he had ever imagined. Together, the princess and the fisher banqueted on the delicacies brought from the seven seas and prepared by the best chefs. Together, they read the old scrolls. Every day, lobsters and crabs played the biwa and the koto. An octopus played the taiko, drums, dolphins, whales, and squids danced while Tuna fanned the princess and her guest. The sights, sounds, and tastes was beyond any the fisher had ever experienced in his life. He lost track of time as he listened to the strange music, ate royal delicacies, and read the tales from the old ones from the sea. One day, he began to miss home. Although he tried to keep his spirits happy, the princess guessed his thoughts. The next day, Orashi Motaro answered her summons. He saw his old friend, the turtle, with the princess. It has been our pleasure to share our life with you here beneath the sea, to show our appreciation for kindness to the turtle. She said, now we understand that you wish to return to your own home. Your Highness, you have been so kind to me. I do not want to appear ungrateful, but in your wisdom, you have guessed correctly. We know your kind heart. We understand your gratitude. Now we have summoned the turtle to take you back to your home above the waves. We have a gift for you. It will bring you happiness. The princess held out a black lacquered box beautifully made and decorated with the most precious art of the sea. It was tied with an elegant red ribbon. As long as you own this chest and leave it closed, happiness will be yours. Orashimo Taro received the chest in both hands and bowed low. I shall guard it always as a remembrance of your kindness, he said. With that, he mounted the back of the turtle and began the return journey to his home above the waves. In what seemed like no time at all, the fisher found himself standing on the same beach where he had rescued the turtle. The turtle bowed his head down and slipped once again into the sea. Orashi Motaro hurried to the village, anxious to share his adventures with his family. But to his amazement, all was changed. Search as he might, he could not find his home. When he asked after his family, only the oldest men of the village knew them. And they 
knew only all stories of the fisher and his parents. Arashima Taro thought to build himself a small hut just outside the village and began again to fish. He had no one to share his plans and sadness filled his heart. Early one morning, he took the chest to the edge of the sea and he thought again of the beautiful princess and her enchanting world. Perhaps, he thought, she has left me some happiness inside this box. Ignoring the warning, he opened the lid. A tendril of smoke escaped from the box, swirled around the Dashimotaro, and floated away on the gentle wind. The fisher looked down at his hands. They were gnarled and deeply waned. As he turned in sorrow to walk back to the village, his steps were slow and halting. A young boy passing by noticed an old man with long white hair and beard making his unsteady way along the shore. It was Urashimo Taro, who had pursued happiness over obedience, so he had lost the protection against the effects of time.